Welcome to the Hollywood North, the podcast hosted by filmmakers about films for the ear of the general public, which also include filmmakers. I am generic white male host number one, Isaiah Kane, and I am sharing this marvelous room filled with nostalgic movie goodness with a man who chooses not to wear pants, not because he has to, but because he goddamn wants to, Johnny Z. Hey everyone, Johnny Z here. I'm not wearing pants. But he is, because I ask him to when I come over. But yeah, he's, okay. a, he's a party pooper. Party pooper, that is me. <laughs> uh, a little backstory, seeing as this is episode one, cough, cough, we never have done an episode before this. Uh, a little never, bit of ever. <laughs> ever, ever. Um, we're, uh, we're, we're white, white, white. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> we're white. <laughs> we're filmmakers in uh, the city of Vancouver, British Columbia, also known as the Hollywood North. And that reason is it exists is because, well, we share the same time zone as Los Angeles, which makes us really important. Um, I think under Atlanta, we're the second most popular place to make films, right? I would say so. <laughs> Dang it. <laughs> Disgusting. This, well, as uh, do you want to talk a little bit about what, what, the, what the podcast is about? Let's talk a bit about what the podcast is about. Uh, you know, it's the thing that we like to do. We like to talk about movies. Listen, it's a great excuse for us to get together and watch movies, because, as we both know, um, seeing as we just did over 80-plus hours this week in on set and in the office, it's hard to... It, like, you have to schedule something to do to like to, to you need to make a date with a good friend of yours mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and just be like all right no one else matters right now we're just gonna go hold hands walk into the theater and ask for the large shared popcorn we didn't even get popcorn this time too no, we didn't we went to the vip theater where we got chicken wings and beer and sangrias for anyone who's not a vancouver slash canadian local that vip theaters are like the only way you can drink in a theater and watch a movie at the same time, which I don't think is, I think that's, it's pretty normal everywhere else. Is that like that in the States? I don't think it's like that in the States. Really? I think it's just uh, pop and popcorn and stuff well, like that. With all the guns and everything else just being willy-nilly, you thought that would just be on the, on the freaking fence. <laughs> nope. That's nope. where they draw the line. Can't be drinking Can't in the movies. Drink in the movies. Nope, nope, nope. God damn it! Ain't no movie drinking in the beer. Well, no that's movie. maybe because it's uh, you know Hollywood really start. You know Hollywood is obviously in the states. Filmed and start in the states, but that's where it really was born. And they're like, God damn, you will sit down and you will appreciate this movie sober. You want to go and enjoy a movie drunk? Then you go home and watch Netflix. <laughs> Now people just get stoned before they go in and see the movie. Then they sit in the movie while stoned. And not remember the movie. And then not remember the movie when they come out. Yo, what movie we just see? Oh, I think we saw the Titanic. We saw Deadpool, John. Oh, shit, right. Okay, yeah, that's why. Well, you know, Ryan Reynolds does have a really, you know, Leonardo DiCaprio feel to him. Well, he was handsome. Very handsome. Except we, there's only one handsome, sp- no spoilers, no spoilers, but no, there's only, there was only one scene with him N- looking all, all handsomed and free. That must have felt really good to shoot that one scene. Anyway, the <laughs> we were going to go into movies and talk about a little bit about movies, but um, our first segment is seven minutes of 
uneducated news. Should I start the timer? Yeah, let's start the timer. Okay, timer starts. Seven minutes, go. Okay, so the first thing that I'm going to talk about is the, the royal wedding happened this weekend, and nobody cares. No, way too many people care. But I don't get why the royals exist. Listen, back in the day, it made sense because people needed distraction from their shitty lives, and it was great. They were the rock stars of the world. But guess what? We got real rock stars, and we got movies for us to praise and get yoners over. So, Also, speaking of the royal wedding, did oh, you hear no. what happened to the photographer? Uh, is that the paparazzi, her father, selling her own father, <laughs> sold paparazzi photos <laughs> of the couple t- for like $130,000 or something? No, I actually didn't hear about that. One. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So her own dad, because she's like she was an actress, right? So she's she's shot a couple like films here in Vancouver, actually. And uh, I heard a good story about our new princess um, and how she didn't want to wear a certain uh, bowling shoes without getting clean socks. And they were shooting this scene at three in the morning, and they're like, "We we we can't get you s- new socks at three in the morning. No one." No one sells socks at three in the morning. No one sells socks at three in the morning. <laughs> I was actually more talking about the <laughs> photographer that uh, <clears throat> was unable to keep his past, like this guiltiness of his past. I can't <laughs> talk. What is the word I'm looking for? His conscience. Unable to keep his conscience clean back because he ran uh, Princess Diana off the road in Paris in 1997. He did what? He ran Princess Diana off the road in 1997. Nice. Her driver. Oh wait, what? Yeah, and it was he was he was behind. He was, it was behind him, but anyways, that's f- fake news, as Donald Trump would say, because you know, that's from the Onion. <laughs> gotcha. Oh, well, on that more depressing news, I guess it's, it's I'm reading here. Kurt Cobain's death scene photos will not be made public. That, to me, makes a lot of sense. Just because you're famous doesn't mean everyone should see where you died. Mind you, there's a lot of controversy behind if it was suicide, if it was a murder. What do you you think? Do you think Kirk Cobain was a setup? It was totally a setup. Why? Because people just don't like musicians. Yeah, no one liked Kirk Cobain. He was just so depressed and making all that... (laughs) Angsty music. Everyone was against the, the the Cobain. You know, also another thing too, for you know anyone from Canada here is probably really sad right now because the Jets lost last night. Winnipeg Jets. Sports. They lost sports, but also the. In what sports ball did they play? They played the hockey sports balls. Oh yes, this is good games. It's for very good because we switched to Switzerland's peoples. Yes, yeah. So uh, hockey is very important to Canadians. It's like me, <laughs> it's very good. But have you seen the Vegas, like the Vegas Knights, and like their opening ceremony, like before every game, they have like a huge like show on ice before they actually like perform with like CGI, like pitcher mapping and all this stuff. They do what? It's it's a show before the game starts when they're in Vegas. That's so Vegas of them. It's very Vegas of them. I mean, like, there's fire. Well, not fireworks, but there's like pyrotechnics. There's the uh, image mapping on the ice, where like skaters go on the ice as dressed as gladiators and battling like other members of like the Jets. 
also they with, like, pre-fight the yeah. other team <laughs> with swords and all this stuff. It's pretty crazy. What? I'd that? recommend looking up a video on YouTube because it's pretty funny. Okay, I might have to do that. Um, <laughs> huh? Uh, see, I don't know much about sports ball. Um, any sports ball, uh, kicking sports ball, passing sports ball. Bumping sports ball? <laughs> shooting the sports ball? Oh, shooting sports ball. That's you a sport. You shoot the sports ball. You um, jump up and down. <laughs> and that's sports. <laughs> that's sports. Oh, wow. Good uh, for us. We work sports into sporty, our Sporty thing. McSports sports. What else we got here? Um, Cannes Film Festival's uh happening that's pretty cool i'm excited about that oh yeah and not being there i have a buddy over there right now he's he's uh here's a here's a little freebie throw out there for you uh coco blue his short film is uh it's going to be online after the Cannes film festival and i pulled focus on it it is the sh- it, the show is show so sharp it would cut your eyes <laughs> if you watch <laughs> if you watch it that's I watched. Sh- I watched that film, but it seems like you'd have to eat a lot more fiber because your shit was soft. Nice. Oh, that one. I've never heard that one before. <laughs> oh my god, we. I'm focus pulling jokes. <laughs> Good for us. Um. Oh, on Pokemon Go, you can get yourself a shiny black Charizard because that's not racist at all. No, that is actually quite literally the most unracist thing. Charizard's been one color, and and until we had Black Panther, there has been no black culture in pop culture. So I'm so glad that we finally have, uh, you know, some black Pokemon representation out there. Finally. Finally. Listen, people come in all shapes and colors. Why shouldn't Pokemon? I'm, I'm shiny. I love that. That's good. Is it is it catchable? How easy is it to catch? It's apparently there's a walkthrough online that you can look at. I haven't played Pokemon Go in a long time. I haven't played Pokemon Go since it was banned in Canada, and that's kind of the only reason why I played it because it's like it was never banned in well, Canada. Okay, well, it wasn't banned it in just Canada. Didn't it was released. Come out it was released. Yet. It was released before <laughs> everywhere else except for Canada, and I'm like, fuck this. No, it was like it didn't even hit Japan yet. We got no, it before it Japan. No, I think Japan had it before us. No, Japan like, and I, uh, and Canada got it at the same time. The states had it for a long time. States had it, and Australia had it too. Did they? Mm-hmm. Really? Mm-hmm. Huh. That's that's seven all minutes the of time bullshit. we have to put towards uneducated news. I'm glad y'all learned nothing. I'm glad. Y'all learned something. Um, last little bit of news. Celine Dion's getting a little bit of a comeback after Deadpool, which is the movie we just went and saw. Go us. Yeah, we, we went to go see Deadpool 2, which, ironically, Ryan Reynolds said that was probably the one thing they didn't look into the most was the name Deadpool 2. They could have named it anything else. Like, and There's just too many jokes they couldn't handle it? Well... They overlooked it, and then it was just like when they were releasing it, it's like, oh crap, what do we call it? And they couldn't actually didn't have any time to think about. It. They're like, oh, Deadpool two. 
their their fake their fake name while they were filming here in Vancouver <laughs> is better. Like what what were they calling it when it was filming here? It was um uh unnamed Deadpool two sequel. No, sequel? it was called like um Untitled. It was just called Untitled. No, it wasn't called Untitled. Un- yeah, it was, it was called, called it was called The Widowmaker or something like that. No, I thought it was called Untitled Deadpool. Se- yeah, it was called Untitled Deadpool sequel. At least on the um the union page. Oh, maybe on your union page, but my union page, it was called something. Oh my god, what's that? They called it something different for each union. <laughs> Probably because, like you know, back on um when they did Deadpool one, it was actually uh, like Love Machine. Yes, Love Machine was the original code mm-hmm. name. Um, and then they just called this one Untitled, and that's when you saw when you saw your work signs. I think that's what they were just, which is Untitled. Ooh, and so I thought that everyone thought that's what they were going to be calling it was the Untitled Deadpool sequel sequel but they just called it deadpool 2 i can't remember what the code name was but it was something like it was something it was something stupid it was entitled i'm pretty sure it wasn't untitled though it was entitled it wasn't untitled anyways moving on we saw deadpool 2 <laughs> we i don't know the what, what, what did you think isaiah uh i guess yeah we'll go into non-spoilers and then probably poorly break into spoilers um what what was the movie about jay-z without spoiling it it was about deadpool thank you for that (laughs) absolutely deadpool had to go up against his new enemy cable who is from the future who is from the future and here to get a kid but not just any kid. A kid with superhero powers. Mutant powers. <laughs> right, mutant powers. And he wants to kill this kid because basically the kid in the future kills his family. So time travel just solves all problems. And uh, yeah, basically it, it Deadpool gets a little bit of a... Ryan Reynolds goes full Papa Papa Bear and and makes a good family. He <laughs> fun makes movie. He makes a great family movie. I recommend bringing your kids to this movie because it's just it has everything. It starts exactly how Bambi and like The Lion King and everything else, every other good family movie starts. Yeah, we'll get into that a little bit more in spoilers, but um, yeah, it uh, it was it was. I think it was better than the first one, I find. Did you like it more than the first one? I don't know. I I feel like we just got more Deadpool. Because we all know who he is, and we all know the jokes. We definitely got more Deadpool in this one, because he doesn't have the... We don't have the whole making of Deadpool. Yeah, we didn't need the origin story. Yeah, so we don't have like the backstory to it. So it kind of just jumps right into it. It's like, oh hey, you know what? I'm Deadpool and I'm awesome. Yeah, and it was kind of nice because then we, I, I still feel like there's a whole sequence in the middle there that totally erases itself, like which took the time of an origin movie probably would have. Oh yes, yes, and yes. then. It, it it's a mini origin story so, that isn't really an origin story. Uh, uh, it's a mini uh, origin story 
sort of origin story. Basically, a, cable. <laughs> a team thing. And I, I'm trying to think if it was a poke at the Avengers film coming up, but I, I like making a team <laughs> and how good a team can work together. And I think making fun of that. Um, but I think it also was a little bit about like, maybe the deeper meaning was that you don't choose your family. Your family chooses you. <laughs> you don't what get are your thoughts on that? Is that what this movie is about? Family? It's about family. It's about family. It's about family and having your family being like, you're part of our family now, whether you like it or not. You and how, love and hate everything. Yeah. And how cool Vancouver can look if you VFX it to look a little bit longer and have more skyscrapers in it. <laughs> yeah. No, that, like this film was shot here in Vancouver. Whoa. What the I don't know what that was. But anyways, yes, this film was shot here in Vancouver. And they do show off a lot of the downtown spots. Like, Do they – does it take place in Vancouver? I That's the part of the first film I couldn't understand because they talk so much about Vancouver. They show it from – like, they even show a map of Vancouver at one point, and there's, like, Canadian flags everywhere. Is it Vancouver? I don't think it is because there's a joke – talking making fun of vancouver or canada well i think i think it doesn't take place in vancouver but then again it has to stick up with the theme that everything shot in vancouver doesn't play as vancouver what do you mean well look at it look at everything that shoots here in vancouver nothing's based in vancouver yeah there's some stuff like what mostly cbc stuff so mostly local stuff but um uh well, I'm talking about like all the, the TV series and the features that come in town. Never actually show Vancouver for Vancouver itself. Yeah, there's um, Romeo Section is a Vancouver-based show shot in Vancouver. Is that still going? I don't know. <laughs> or did it get canceled? Maybe va- if you show Vancouver for Vancouver, it just gets canceled after the seasons? first season. Or the two seasons. Two, I don't two know. I've never seen Romeo Section, so I can't really say much about it. It looks good. <laughs> he did uh, the focus point for that one, guys. No, I, 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 I work with those guys a lot. They're, they're awesome. Um, yeah, they're right now on. How much, how much series am I allowed to talk to? Does everyone know there's a Sabrina show coming out? I've heard very limited things about it. I know there is a Sabrina show shooting. Yes, it looks good. It looks good. No spoilers. It looks great. Watch it. Netflix original, <laughs> Sabrina. Um, yeah, uh, yeah. I guess it. I don't know. I guess it doesn't take place here. Yeah, it, I don't think it does. I think it is mm-hmm. wherever the X Men. Did they ever get into where the X Men live? No, I don't know. Who cares? Shut up. Wait, what? <laughs> Shut up. Anyway, <laughs> uh, I think we should just get into spoilers and start talking about... Yeah, maybe let's talk about a little bit of spoilers. Spoiler no one, alert! Yeah, no one cares about this. Us. No one cares <laughs> about us. Unless they're listening so, to everything. Um, <laughs> spoiler, spoiler, spoiler. So like, the movie opens up with like a world tour of Deadpool just being um, like up the, a merc. The merc with the mouth. Just killing so yeah. many people. He kills a lot of people. And that him and and basically 
pretty early on in the film he he loses Vanessa, like his his girlfriend, it's... and they're about to make a family. And I don't know. I feel like him losing her I, I felt it could have been a little more interesting like having a family like juggling that it's not deadpool of it, course it's not deadpool but the like it's like they need to have deadpool like yeah the first film was like oh yeah it's a love interest but but now, he's still running around being a little shit yeah and that's like what this that's what deadpool is and deadpool can't like, he's not gonna have a family <laughs> no it, it lets him be a little bit more angry and brutal which is exactly what we get in this film um also, it opened. It set that whole like the whole opening sequence set up for. I gotta say, like a really interesting opening credits. Like you know the thing they do. Off oh, of the James, James Bond opening. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that was great. So that's where they. I, I was wondering where they were gonna fit the Celine Dion original song in, and I guess they treated it like a James Bond like song, like where she wrote and performed an original piece to be for the movie, and they played all the way through. For a James Bond style opening credits, like him, but he plays all the parts. He plays all the sexy ladies and James Bond, which I think is the best part. It's just a lot of Deadpool being erotic with Deadpool. <laughs> I think it worked. The the I I don't the joke for me about like renaming all the like cat like the crew the and, stuff, and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, like it it didn't. I don't. I found it pretty funny because, like, you know, did you it, remember any of them? Like, yeah, any- because like right after, like, um, right after Vanessa dies, it like the first person that came up was like, "Wait, wait a minute, did she really just die?" Oh, you were shocked by that. I guess I was shocked by that too because I thought they were gonna play out the relationship stuff a little bit more. Well, no, but- no, no, because like that was the first credit that came up. It said like the director is by, wait, comma. Oh. Did she just get shot? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't catch that. I was too captivated by the like. I thought the uh, the James Bond like how visually stunning the opening was was like I didn't I forgot there was credits happening and I think maybe that's why I didn't appreciate them because like I didn't start reading them till like maybe seventy five percent of them it, were already through. It told the whole story. They were like, "Wait, did you really just die in the first f-ing scene?" <laughs> <laughs> oh, I didn't catch that. I totally missed that. I was just looking at the visuals. Oh my god, yeah, it was good. There's, there's some good ones there. <laughs> oh, damn it. Okay, oh. well, anyone listening to this that's uh, like spoilers for movies before they actually watch them, watch for the credits and don't just watch the, the like, whoa, Deadpool's so sexy. But you can do what you want. We're not your, we're not your overlords. <laughs> or are we? Build more overlords. Uh, yeah. So we had a little like opening, Celine Dion. Vanessa dies, played by Reno Bassarin. Bacarin? I don't know how to say her name. <laughs> but she looks good. Uh, did good. They have a cute relationship, I guess. Are they married? I don't think they're married. Maybe that's why they kill her off. But I think they, like, uh, they play a little bit with the whole, like, Deadpool. Because in the comics, him and, and Death kind of have, like, an infatuation. And they, I think she is co- sort of taking that place of, like, every time he dies, dies, like, he goes, like, his body's so totally mutilated that he is, he goes into death. Like, that's when he sees her. Oh, and yeah. I think I that's kind of cool. Like, it almost gives him a reason to always try to kill himself, which is, 
kind of funny and like sort of ha- that happens in the comic comics as well. Yeah. He, he tries to get to death and she's kind of taking that place in the in the uh, not the MCU. <laughs> but <laughs> the X-Men CU. Um right and then like what they like right after that he gets depressed. That's Of course, you know, as anyone loses their love of their life, they're bound to get depressed. And then, yeah, of course, he tries to go into, like, a whole, like, you know, kind of want to say Twilight-type depreci- depression, where he's all like, I don't want to do anything. And then he, well, he tries to, he kills himself. Tries he, to. <laughs> he tries to kill himself, blows himself up, gets picked up by Colossus, dragged to the expansion. Um, I think that was probably one of the most memorable scenes sequences is just when he's just in the x-men mansion and he's like he's riding around on uh professor <laughs> uh xavier's little like wheel, electronic wheelchair they actually see the crew for a second to land a good joke there <laughs> they um, had a lot of good jokes based around the whole x-men series yeah like i think that was one of the best and funniest sequences i'm trying to think about all the times i i, I laughed out loud I have chocolate in my pocket. <laughs> oh, no, not again. <laughs> that isn't uh, an analogy. I just literally have packets of chocolate. Milk yeah, we went, when, we, when we were at the theater, we went to the VIP theater, which we had to, we were, allowed, were allowed to drink in the VIP theater, and we were allowed to have like other food than just popcorn, like chicken wings and poutines P- and please burgers. Please give us free tickets to the movie theater, Cineplex. Yeah. But anyways, they gave us some chocolates after we finished eating, and of course, we just put them in our pocket. Now... When we left the theater, it, the chocolate pretty much melted, so it became like a a yogurt style <laughs> yogurt. Like you know, not it didn't become a yogurt, but it, like you know those uh, yogurt tube things that they got going that they could oh, buy the store. Oh, tubes! It be, tubes. Yeah, it, it became like a tubes of chocolate. Delicious. <laughs> and that's what we think about Deadpool too. <laughs> yeah, Deadpool. It. Um. It was great. Yeah, uh, the sequence with the 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 whole um. Excellent stuff. I think it's the most memorable. Um, and then they like, try to recruit him. He's, I guess, sad enough that he he agrees. They he go to be and in- try to save a kid who's acting up, who's got mutant powers. And then Deadpool deadpools it and starts shooting people who he thinks are pedophiles. He is a shoot first, ask questions later. Like, that guy might have not have done a, a single thing. Yeah. That kid could have just been having... A, a temper tantrum moment, and he just shot an innocent person. <laughs> Deadpool kind of knew from the very beginning that, yeah, this this guy was a pedophile. He even called it right from right when he was introduced. Well, to that one he character. did. They kept calling them pedophiles, but they were obviously torturing them. But. It's pretty dark. That's probably one of the darkest jokes. Saying that there's literally a school of, ki- of kids being raped and touched inappropriately. <laughs> like, pedophiles is a fun word to say, but when you really think about the meaning, not okay touching. No touchy. Uh, so yeah, he shoots someone who is considered innocent, gets sent to prison with Russell, I guess, because that's what happens even though the kid is not doing anything anymore, you send him to prison. Send him all to prison. That's well, Why would they have sent him to prison? 
at that point. Well, because he created a big, huge scene with everyone like that. They obviously can't keep him at that place anymore because it's he's breaking the law and stuff. Because like they even said, like, um, <clears throat> either go back with them and be like tortured more, or go to the ice box. And he's like, I'd rather probably just go to the ice box. <laughs> That's basically the big plot of this film is saving this Russell kid, and before he becomes down a dark path. But if you think about it, it's like. He almost does more damage than good. <laughs> As any Deadpool movie. <laughs> yeah, I guess that's the point. Um, the prison sequence. I don't know. What did you think of the prison sequence? He's he basically they have they create this like little device that I don't know. I don't. I didn't read the comics. I don't know if this dead device actually exists, but basically uh, puts mutant powers under control. So pretty much like you know for Deadpool's thing where it's like. If he attaches the the collar onto him, it pretty much means he has no superhero powers and mutant powers. Much, mutant powers, and he can just die. Well, basically, yeah, his regenerative powers aren't in effect anymore, so his body is dying from cancer, which is falling apart. Wanted. Which is like, but his body heals so fast that he like can fight off the cancer, and it's like as it's killing him, it's also he's also just got his healing powers. But without that, he just starts... That's pretty good. I think he does a pretty good job of just being down and sad and, like, not having energy. But I always thought chemo did that. I thought chemo was what took your energy away. Oh, it does, yeah. Chemo does. But I also think Deadpool at that point just kind of gave up. He's like, well, I'm going to die. I'm happy here. It's good. Let's Let me die. <laughs> yeah, he kind of has, like, these spikes of, like... Excitement, depression, excitement, depression. They're not like it's not like a slow path. Does he do the? Does he do all the things? Does he do? He doesn't do bargaining. No, he doesn't do bargaining. No, he doesn't. He doesn't. He doesn't do the all the stages of grief. No, just depression. Well, and, maybe and he touching does. Colossus' butt. Man, the other X Men must like really not like Colossus. <laughs> Like he must be really be the runt of of their their team like their team because he's there and he's all being respectful and stuff, but he's the only one that he they always send him to 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 deal with Wade Wilson because he's too proper. He thinks if he, if <laughs> X Men are dicks. <laughs> Such dicks. Uh yeah. There's a, then there's like then Cable shows up. That's the first time Cable shows up to try to kill Russell. And you get to see the the cool big gun, which has a, a fun guitar switch to turn up its power. Oh my God, yes, yeah. He puts a guitar switch. He like yes, repair his gun, and he's like building it with random parts from different guns. And of course, he has a guitar switch to turn up the volume on it. And every time he turns it up, there's like a little guitar strum, like to turn it up for him. Does there a guitar strum? It sounds like it's kind of like the same. Maybe it's like an amplifier hum or something like that. Mm. Every time he turns mm -hmm. it up. And it's just like, yeah, it just, it sounds cool. But there's a scene where, um, as Deadpool turns up the, the, he gets his gun to shoot back at Cable, and he turns up the, the, the number switch on it, and he's just like, oh yeah, I'm gonna like this, and he shoots without him. knowing what it really does. <laughs> and then he flies like, Cable turns on a shield, he flies way back, and of course Deadpool flies way back, and he just like gets up, he's like, oh, oh yeah, that's a that's a fun gun. <laughs> Got some kick to it. Yeah, I think that gun. 
he keeps losing that gun and then getting it again. Right? He guess he's got his magnets on his back. That's pretty cool. Yeah, he has some like a magnetic magnets. How do they work? Um. But yeah. Um. After. Do you remember what happens after the prison? Yes, after the prison, they transport all the prisoners. Oh, a big, big key point. He says out loud that he doesn't care about the kid, and that's when the kid really goes oh, full yes. angsty. So during the whole thing, of course, you know the the kid. Uh, what's the name again? I forgot. Character's name, Ricky. Mm-hmm. The character's name, the fat kid, Russell. Russell, thank you. Um, yeah, when Russell. Um, during the whole like prison sequence and everything, Russell was falling around Deadpool like constantly, kind of like you know, it's like, oh, dude, we're we're friends, let's do. Who looks let's more like Wade at this point? Yeah, just a. It's they're in prison, so sack. there's no like, no costumes. It's just like or no no outfits. It's just prison jumpsuits. Prison. And yeah, so. Kids following him around. Of course, he thinks that they're friends, and he's trying to help them. But he's just like, "No, I just." He tells him to bugger off. <laughs> bugger off, you kids! Get off my lawn. And then yeah, so when Cable has you know weighed up against the wall, he's just like, "I don't even care about the kid. What you do with him? Just you know whatever." And then the kid hears this, and he's like, "Oh." This, it was exciting to see that there's a, a world with more than just one mutant. Like it, it, it felt like the X Men universe. Like there's a lot of mutants running around. We get to see Juggernaut. Oh my God! Yes, that which, was the a great part. Which is like very much Juggernaut. They like expose why he's wearing the helmet thing. It's not just so he can bash his head against stuff. Like he, they truly show how indestructible he is. Um, I don't know if they did this on purpose, but they like. They both did both expose questions in the exact same spot right before they go to the orphanage. Like, Russell asks him, he's like, why do you wear that helmet? He's like, so my, my brother can't read my mind. And then in the exact same spot, Wade asks uh, Cable, why do you have a teddy bear? <laughs> yeah. Because my daughter died. And I'm going to kill Russell for him. Going to kill them. Getting way ahead of ourselves. But basically, I don't know, prison, I don't know, uh, it's... A lot of fighting in this movie too. Yeah, there's definitely a lot of fighting. A lot of crazy. It's good. It's it's a fun. It's 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 a fun thing to watch. You just watch it like, oh yeah, it's good. Yeah, I think it like really picks up after this point though. Like they escape during the fight. Of course, Wade gets his his little necklace thing that lets stops his powers from happening off, and then he can obviously re- regain. Yeah, his he can regenerate. Regenerate. Um. And then they get escape thing. He basically, like, they all, like, respawn. It's funny because at this point, when they get blasted out of the prison and Wade gets separated from, like, Cable, would why would Cable run away to go to his little hotel room? Wouldn't he just march back up the, the mountain and do what he did again? Why would he go, ah, I failed. So this movie is just like Deadpool getting in the way of Cable's mission. Pretty much. It's yeah. I I don't know. Maybe there's damage to his gun or something like that, and he wanted had to go back. He needed to go back and regroup before his second attack. Because they did. They both did fall down a pretty big mountain, and they did get pretty like roughed up a bit. So maybe by the time he got back up there, he just wasn't feeling it. He's like, he was whoa. Like, 
I'm going to take a little little breather, and I think they'll go in a train next. Train <laughs> semi. I bet that'll happen next. That'll train be way semi. easier yeah, definitely train for semi. me to get in. <laughs> or maybe by the time he actually got back up. How did he there, know that was going to happen? A train semi? That they were going to take Russell in this train semi. How did anyone know that Russell was going to be transferred? That's a good question. I have no idea. <laughs> Must have missed it. That's well, fine. I don't know. Round two, okay, back to the movies, Isaiah. we got to go find this out. <laughs> um, basically, after he, he, he gets back and, and Deadpool's all sad and he's got his powers and he decides to uh, go back to drinking sad and making they decide to make the X-Force, which I think is, this, is the sequence that I'm talk, like referring to. Is like They set up this whole big Guardians of the Galaxy sequence where they're like interviewing people, showing off their 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 powers the powers are a bit of a you know are a joke in themselves and then as soon as the mission starts they all die <laughs> slowly i could spit acid which yeah but they all die in the dumbest <laughs> ways they parachute out and then all just land into stuff that kills them <laughs> except peter who is just the normal guy and he lands he's like oh hey how's and he it goes going, to, guys? yeah he goes to help the acid guy and the acid guy spits all over him and then he dies <laughs> like everyone was so excited to see Terry Crews. He's like Terry Crews in this oh movie. God, yeah. Terry Crews, he's gonna have this thing. And they, they, it's funny because they shot sequences of all of them using powers. Like all of them, like it cuts to them doing something. Like it actually showed the the what's his name the 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 Japanese guy. Um. Oh my God, what's his name? But like the alien dude who says he's better than everybody. Uh. It shows, like, and in the trailer, shows all of them. Terry Crews using his powers, uh, everyone using their powers. And then suddenly, just when, as soon as they parachute out, they all just die. <laughs> yeah, I was quite happy to see Terry Crews in this. And I was like, oh, my God, yeah, Terry's is going to be this. I love this actor. He's great. And then he parachutes directly <laughs> into, into a bus. A bus. <laughs> <laughs> okay, never mind. I enjoy it. Yeah, it's kind of like a joke that, like, I guess, like, you can assemble any group that you want, but it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter at all. They, yeah. Not everyone can be X-Men. Not everyone can be X-Men. Or X-Force. And, and just survive, I guess. I think it's all about casting. They just cast it in correct. <laughs> and Brad Pitt is in the movie. I thought I saw him. He he was the invisible guy who is an actual guy. Yeah. And as soon as he, he hits an electrical thing, he gets electrocuted and you just see him for a split second. And I'm like, wait, was that Brad Pitt? Sure enough, go to IMDb, listed. Brad Pitt plays, I think, a... The Invisible Man. 200 frames cameo. <laughs> he just shocks, you see his face electrocuted, and then he falls into a flaming pile of nothing. Yes, he was actually on fire for that scene. Yeah, everyone was on fire for that scene. Um, and then he, they form another... Yeah, well, pretty much after that, it transitions into the train chase. The train, the, yeah, the train chase, which they should all go to prison again for that. The amount of sheer damage in killing people, I think they did. <laughs> yeah. Like Domino alone in her sequence of talking about how luck actually is a real thing, while Wade does nothing in, on his little Vespa, uh, is just people dying. Yeah, she all like... She lands, Innocent people die. <laughs> she lands from her like her uh, her skydiving thing. Lands, takes off her parachute, causes a car accident. 
another car crashes into a pole. It's it's pretty funny. A lot of damage. <laughs> I think her she probably has one of the, the funniest powers though. Oh my god, it has to be. <laughs> Where she just walks around and she, she the best part is she knows that her powers are total bullshit. So she like even when she's shooting, she just you just see her hand shaking everywhere, like, eh, whatever. This will probably... I'm, I'm lucky it'll hit something. It'll hit something, it'll ricochet into the right spot, or hit something, and home alone a situation to everyone around her dying. Like, <laughs> probably one of the best characters. So, uh, yeah, the whole train thing happens. A lot, of, lot more fighting. More fighting, yeah. He versus C- Cable again. They kill a couple more prison peoples. A couple more jokes calling Cable racist. Um, and then this is the time, too, where they release the Juggernaut. Oh, yes. Yeah, they released the really bad prisoner who ends up being the Juggernaut, which I think is awesome because that's what really, like, brings in the whole X-Men, uni- like, X-Men universe. Like, yes, okay, he's in the X-Men universe, but, like... Well, he's the Juggernaut, bitch. <laughs> he's not that Juggernaut. <laughs> Yo, man, you be fucking on my helmet. <laughs> well, I'm the Juggernaut. Yeah, and then he just gets all fanboy on the Juggernaut, and the Juggernaut just rips him in half. <laughs> and then we get another, like, tiny hand sequence with the blind lady, uh, except it's his legs, and his, his legs and his penis, <laughs> which they make very clear, that is. Actually, that's probably another good joke where he like does the like little leg cross, yeah. and his balls just hang out. So he's sitting on the couch, and of course, a fully grown man with baby legs has his legs crossed, and then of course he's Cable comes into the room and he's uh, saying to Deadpool why they need why he needs to get Russell, and why like they need oh, he, oh, they yeah. need his help. Cable after getting <laughs> his ass kicked again is like well. Frick it. I'm, I'm if you can't beat him, join him. So, yeah, sorry, carry on. So, yeah, he comes in, and Deadpool obviously has his baby legs crossed. And then halfway through, like, Cable's speech for help, Deadpool just uncrosses his legs and crosses the other leg over. I like how... Showing off his junk, his tiny baby junk. I like how his, his, his buddy at the bar just straight up gives them location like goes against everything like but that's the most realistic scene i think in the whole movie is like i'm gonna torture you until you tell me what you want i need to know i will tell you everything you need to know that's how he finds out about the train yeah that's how he finds out about the train oh that's right right. yeah tj's tj miller's character is all like (laughs) it gets captured and he's all like um, I'll tell you where the train is, but you, you literally don't have to torture me. Just please don't. I just, I, I don't like pain. I, I don't thought, like pain at all. <laughs> I thought we were going to get a more like a Thanos joke in there. Cause he sounded so much like Thanos during that speech when he was like telling him about his past. He's like, you don't know the meaning of pain. And I'm like, dude. And he's like, you know, maybe it's cause he was off screen. I was like, dude, Thanos. <laughs> um, yeah, that was a pretty good sequence. He just gives away. Everything and the the constant like there's gonna be a a, a mild breeze is oh, a yeah. constant joke, which there, is why everyone there's, dies. There's a wind advisory in effect. No, there's not. <laughs> We're still gonna do this anyway. Yeah. Uh, train robbery. Yeah, that happens. They get Russell gets away. Juggernaut gets away. They're gonna go and kill their orphanage. In the meantime, 
the principal of the orphanage. They're going to go kill him. Yeah. And what uh, Cable's whole thing was this, too, whereas uh, apparently Russell, after killing the principal of the orphanage, um, the he, rose, he gets a taste for blood. And then in the future, he, like, um, Cable is actually trying to stop um, Russell from, like, killing and going on killing sprees. Pretty much essentially another juggernaut type character, maximum security type badass. And I buy that too because when I go to an only can eat sushi and I eat one piece of sushi, <laughs> I just don't want to stop. I just want I just want more. I want more blood. Yeah. So. Um yeah, and then they basically reassemble another group of X Force, which is comprised of Domino, Cable, uh Negasonic Teenage Warhead. We don't get see a lot in this movie, but you see her, her girlfriend y- y- Yoko. That's my favorite joke of the movie is the the whole Yukio thing. Every time she says "Hello, Debu," he goes "Oh, hello, yes. oh, Yuko. hello." And every time she's leaving, she's like "Bye." He goes "Oh, bye." Oh, bye. And he does the little hand thing, or the cocaine joke when he get like <laughs> takes the cocaine. Yeah. And then he punches himself in the face, and he goes "Ding!" Yeah, like the cocaine. The power of cocaine. Yeah, there's some good jokes. There's there's God definitely damn, a lot of good jokes in this movie. I I um yeah, so they get the new and it's basically oh and Dopinder. That's probably another oh, great yes. character. Dopinder's in, Dopinder is in this movie quite a bit. Yeah, and he wants to be an, a merc assassin as just like Deadpool because he no. got a taste for blood as well after the first movie when he killed his. He didn't kill. He, he killed. Almost. Yeah, Did he, he killed it because he's in the trunk of the car, and then he was kidnapping him. And then oh, the other car smashed. backed him to him. Oh, right. And he said his cousin isn't there. Yeah, I guess we don't really get a... <laughs> yeah. He's, he's a, is he a local actor? I can't remember. I don't know. Oh, he did, he knocked out of the park. Uh, the Juggernaut fight's great. Some more fourth wall breaking, talking about CGI fights. I think that fight was probably one of the best CGI fights I've seen in the last two years. Yeah. Is it was definitely a really good CGI fight. <laughs> And then that's not even a joke. Though. <laughs> I was like, "Oh yeah, that was like that was two mega powers." Oh, we got a great Hulk joke in there when he's like when he's on top of the Juggernaut and he's got the knives in his shoulder, and he's like, "The sun is setting." <laughs> <laughs> that was good. So a lot, lots of Marvel jokes in there. Um, and then the orphanage fight scene. Um, Deadpool puts a necklace on so that he can die again and then in that moment jumps in front of a bullet that Cable tries to shoot Russell with and that changes Russell's whole personality and therefore changing his timeline changing his timeline which saves his you know that actually the one point unless Cable or Mr. Summers is really an actual like he he's he's there for a revenge mission right but he did look like a cop or whatever military officer that didn't spend a lot of time at home because with his last time travel bullet or capsule, whatever, he uses it to save to save Deadpool. To save Deadpool, which and he still goes through the fight sequence the exact same way. He gets knocked around a little bit and misses a couple shots. And doesn't know how to take the juggernaut faster. Does everything the same up until that point? What? <laughs> also, how does that work? Does he? Does he? 
disappear for a second before the fight scene starts, and then he just teleports back. Yeah, it was a cutscene. <laughs> I don't like time travel in movies. The only movie that ever made it work was Back to the Future. And then, uh, yeah, they change the kid's mind. We have a great sequence of him going back, like of Wade going back in time and killing off Ryan Reynolds, p- enjoying the Green Lantern <laughs> script and yes, the, the other Deadpool <laughs> that was originally created. And who else did he kill? He killed the original Deadpool. Yeah, the knife guy who was about to fight uh, um, Wolverine. Uh, that was Deadpool in the original Wolverine movie. Oh, no and way. They, I haven't seen that, so I I didn't see it either. But I know, it, like, yeah. So like, Ryan Reynolds was excited to play Deadpool, but in the movie they made they sewed Deadpool's mouth shut so that because he was joking too much, <laughs> or and he would never shut up. And then so the whole fight sequence, he just doesn't have a mouth. So he's not even Deadpool. And he doesn't even, like, wear the suit or anything. He just has some regenerative powers and two knives and can teleport. And so it was like, well, that's a terrible recreation of Deadpool. So that's why he goes back. He kills that version. Oh, no way. Well, yeah, no. In the the end credits, like, after they do the first little bit of credits, there's a scene, yeah, there's a scene where, yeah, Deadpool steals the time travel thing and goes back in time and... Solves all sorts of uh, Ryan Reynolds inspired problems. Yes, like definitely. I cracked up over the Green Lantern bit. Like, yeah, 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 that one was good. (laughs) You're welcome, Canada. (laughs) Yeah, we got a map of Vancouver at the end. End credits. Yes, the map of Vancouver. Um, I think they showed all where they all the locations they shot. I gotta say, if you listen to the lyrics in the end credits, you won't be disappointed. Yep. Uh, so, what would you rate this movie? How many um, juggernaut butts would you rate this out of? Oh, juggernaut butts. Are we counting like cheeks or just whole butts? Whatever one makes more sense to you. Oh, I'm going to go with whole butts because that's <laughs> that was just <laughs> a great Because when you grab butts, you grab the whole thing, baby. <laughs> double double fisted up there. Just oh. two hands, both cheeks, squeeze. Two. So, I, I'm going to rate this three fists. Out of five in a juggernaut butt. Three fists out of five? Yeah, three out of five fists in a juggernaut butt. <laughs> I'm going to have to rate it probably about <laughs> – I'm going to give it a good four four ah, fists. You were, I a, noticed you were f- laughing quite a lot more than I was. Yeah, definitely four, four juggernaut fists into juggernaut's ass. Nice. Good, 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 good. <laughs> yeah. I wasn't I, – I don't need to see it again, but it was it was fun. Oh, I would definitely watch it again. I probably wouldn't watch it. I, I would probably wouldn't go to the VIP theater to watch it, but I would definitely go watch it in theater, like a regular theater again. Nice. Um, definitely just to catch a like to watch it again and catch a lot of this jokes I didn't miss. I didn't catch the first time, especially like some more of the like opening credits or some of the other X Men jokes in there. Hmm. Hmm. Well. Anyways. Speaking of missing things and getting things up your butt what uh future uh things are you going to be doing later this week what what are you watching anything else going on this week um currently i've uh started checking out the netflix series limitless is that a netflix original yeah it's netflix original based most on likely the it's anyways it's a it's a tv series it's based off the movie limitless and if you haven't seen limitless it's about a um 
a drug that pretty much allows you to access every part of your brain and make you like kind of like super smart type the type of thing so you can solve problems you can you look at like life the whole way the original movie starring bradley cooper um drugs uh, do them drugs open do up em. your mind open up your mind open up your third eye um so anyways this tv series kind of actually the opening of the tv series opens up almost shot for such shot for like uh the movie so it like opens oh, really? up the same way yeah it's open like huh. almost exactly the same way same type of story. Well, just a couple, a few minor things change, but it's essentially the same, same story. And then after um, the first episode, of course, uh, he gets aff- affiliated with uh, the FBI. Oh no! And now the FBI have him on, or forces his arm to keep him on as a, a consultant. Oh, and they know he's on drugs. And they know he's on drugs. That's how oh. they got him in the first place. So that's kind of why they're twisting his arm. I get- Oh, I guess it's kind of like a super soldier serum. They know he's on drugs, but they're helping yeah, him out. Yeah, because they gotta, they want it. They want to know this, and also they want to find the supplier who does this, like who supplies the NZT. So oh, to say. well, why don't they just ask his his dealer? Well, the thing is, that the FBI supplies it for him now because his they're the supplier then. Yeah. So they're looking for themselves. <laughs> Solved <Anyways>. it. <laughs> Show wrap. But, but yeah, now it's. It's it's another TV series that's kind of like, you know, it's cop-based. It's like, oh, yeah, let's consult you and kind of do this. And so far, I'm only on uh, episode three right now, and it's it's, it's, okay. it's good. It's, it's good. I, nice. It's something to watch. It's I'm, I enjoy it so far. Doll, so. doll lives. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, Isaiah, what do you what do you got uh, going on? Uh, in your, I'm in gonna your world? revisit uh, Mad Max, but I'm gonna watch the the black and chrome version. I watched a little bit when I was waiting for you to pick me up to go to the movie theater. Um, cause carpooling, it saves the, the, the world. Um, and, uh, I love it. I think they originally shot it to be black and white, but showing George Miller coming back with a, a black and white film is way too amb- ambitious for the, the general public. People would get turned off by seeing a black and white movie in today's world. I don't know why. Just kidding. I know exactly why. I, I agree. I think they did a good direction, but it looks great. Gonna watch it, that, and I guess then I just sit around and w- keep working my life away until Arrested Development comes out. And I get, oh, I'm gonna get my wisdom teeth pulled out. Oh, that's gonna be fun. Yep. We should do his episode one. Uh, Isaiah's hopped up on drugs. Speaking of drugs and <laughs> uh, accessing the better parts of our brain, yeah, we should do a, an episode where we rip our wisdom teeth out and have <laughs> legal drugs. Wow. Till next time. <laughs> Tune in to the Hollywood North. And hey, if you guys liked what you listened to, hit that subscribe button or send us an email at thehollywoodnorth at gmail.com. Until next time, thanks for listening.